Welcome to the Dumb Dominoes Podcast. As always, I'm Chase. Josh. Zach. And today will be the second edition of the Car Ride Review. And today we are reviewing Jordan Peele's sci-fi horror film, Nope. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's just get right into it. Let's go your score out of 100. And then why? So you want, me to, you want me to go first? Um, first of all, I would recommend this movie before we get into the spoilers. Okay. I, I would recommend it highly too. I thought it was a very fine film. Yeah. Had no issues whatsoever with it. I gotta say one thing, one more thing. The trailers when we were watching, remember back when we were watching those other movies? I forget, I think Jurassic World was one of them. Mm-hmm. And it showed trailers of this uh, this movie. And Top Gun and Thor, it was in all of them. Yeah, and this one, it looked awful in the trailers. I think the trailers were just so poorly put together it made it look like a comedy. Where it's it's a comedy, but more it's more serious than it than you think it will be. I don't remember the trailer ever having it as a comedy, Josh. It it looked like a comedy or something in the trailers. Well I don't know if you know much about Jordan Peele, Josh, but uh, he he was from Key and Peel, which is a very comedic skit comedy show. Yeah. So I'm sh- you might have the impression that it could have been a comedy based off of that. Well, based on the trailers only. Like, the movie was not at all a comedy. It had funny moments, but it took itself pretty seriously. This is what I'll say. I never really felt like this movie was going to be a comedy. Never. I don't know. Personally. I must did. have been eating your popcorn. No, no. I... Like, I know what I'm talking about there. It just seemed like it was, like, a comedic... Maybe I'm just too into scary movies where I'm, like... Like... Like, it does... It just... Stuff doesn't scare me anymore. But that that trailer didn't scare me. Now, the, I'm not saying the movie was scary, but it was a lot more tense than, uh, than the trailer showed. I think it was more sci-fi than horror. If I had to really peg it down... Yeah, I would I'd call say it sci-fi. So. They didn't really try to scare you. They had a couple of Jurassic, old school Jurassic Park scares, but it was more sci-fi to me. Yeah, I loved it. With an element of horror, just a small element. It really was a, it was an anticipation movie. It's a movie that, you know, you're probably not gonna watch again because you're waiting for a reveal the whole time. Yeah. So, whole movie is anticipation and reveal yep to me it's a slow build it's like it's like jaws in a way with a hint of the shining yeah felt like an old school horror film yeah but with sci-fi elements the the very beginning of the movie was a little too slow for me and i wasn't like interested until they started showing the scenes with the monkey and uh Ricky was telling the story, you know? Yeah. I was like, all right, that, now I'm getting kind of interested now, and I'm starting to piece together everything because I kind of just yeah. went over everything like, eh, it's so weird movie. It was, but a, then it I was a chimpanzee really, on a sitcom. Yeah, and uh, I started really getting into it when he was telling the story, and I was like, huh. And then I started thinking about all the stuff that happened before and piecing it together on my own, you know? What do you mean? I mean, what are you piecing together? Well, well I was like, man, I never did understand. Is, I never did get what the chimpanzee had to do with the uh, story. This is what I was about to say: is the whole scene with the with the with the monkey 
it never felt like it went anywhere. It didn't add anything to me other than that the backstory to one character. I mean, yeah, I guess like it's unpredictable, but it's still like if you have a certain level of uh, communication with There's it. There's only one thing I didn't get, and it was that flip flop that was standing on its head. The heel of uh, yeah. the, the, shoe. the shoe was on its heel, and or whatever. I was like, what's going on here? It was like something was in the room controlling the chimpanzee. You know, the chimpanzee was like, it was like something was odd about that. And it's, just a hair. And I guess the whole point of the Stephen Young, Ricky, his whole storyline was just that animals are unpredictable. Well, Predators then, are unpredictable. There may be something we just missed. I feel like there's something there that we just completely overlooked. I'm sure some writer somewhere is writing a whole article about it right now. Are we getting into like spoilers at this point? Yeah, I mean, okay, we're we're not a non-spoiler podcast. We we jump right into it. Okay, well, all right, so this was something that was very interesting to me was the fact that. I've never seen a an alien movie or any alien kind of product where the UFO was the alien. That yeah. was very that was very unique to me, and it, and it really grabbed my attention because I was like, oh, we're not dealing with little small you know green men with big eyes and, and a large head. We're dealing with the UFO itself is the alien. Yeah, it's the creature. It's not some vessel or ship. It's yeah. a nice take. That didn't blow me away, but I'd much rather it be that than the typical Martians. Yeah, because they, they alluded to that in the beginning, and then they had that little scene where the kids were pranking uh, yeah. uh, OJ in the farm. Yeah. And they were like, oh, these are, these are what you expected. And then they had the reveal that the creature, or the UFO itself, was the creature, was the alien. Well, how about this? Let me ask you this. So, this is absolutely spoilers. Uh, Keith David, he gets hit with a coin, goes through his eyeball into his brain, basically kills him. But nowhere else in this movie does the flying saucer pull metal or, or just drag bits of matter through the air. What do you mean, like... Like it doesn't like pick any later other. On, uh, later on, the saucer is flying around, but there's not coins flying everywhere. In the last scene, uh, Emerald is putting coins in the machine. Shouldn't they be being sucked toward the thing like they were well, in the beginning when Keith David died? Well, they, they well, the thing was discharging. It was dropping it was the dropping coins at that point. Kind of like... After it ate its victim. Kind of like... Dropping... It was kind of like the thing. It was no. Camps. It was like the scene where they were in the house, uh, her, um, Emerald and Angel, and OJ was on his way back with uh, was it Lucky the horse, mm -hmm. and uh, it started expelling all of the stuff that it picked up that wasn't like a life source, like food or meat. It yeah. started dropping like the horse, like the fake horse. I was under and, the impression that it was sucking it up when it hit Keith David, but. That might be my mistake. I think it was discharging it. Yeah, like it was, it was dropping all the, the stuff that remember the wasn't food. Mm. The horse fell. That makes more out sense. of the alien and fell. Oh, I get that it's truck. and like I how the keys started to drop, spelling it out. I just 
thought that the Keith David he was they, he was sucking it up to him. And no. it dispelled it and it it, it I think it was dispelling him. it at yeah. that point. Like it had already eaten some people and it was like I gotta get rid of the stuff that isn't food, so it dispelled it. And one of the coins just so happened to just dome Keith David and right kill him. Okay, well that makes more sense to me. Uh why does a flying saucer need so much food? It's pretty big. <laughs> doesn't I mean does it have a digestive tract? I'm assuming so. The weird thing does was Does it take poops? I think that is the poops when it discharges and like all the blood came down. I think that's technically what it was, it but had diarrhea. <laughs> I guess. The weird thing was when it changed. Yeah, that like was in, a weird scene in, to me. Like, I didn't hate it, but it was just you know what I instantly it, it got? Just, I got a Subnautica vibe from that. I was like, man, this looks like some kind of alien fish. Almost like a alien like a bird. Yeah, yeah, like a weird fly fish kind of thing. And it was actually really cool. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of like either a hot air balloon, some balloon part, or some kind of, some kind of like... Like a, a kite? Kite or balloon or something like that. Okay. I got that big vibe from it. So... Before we get too far, what do you give it out of a hundred? We'll start with Zach. I think it's like a. Um, I don't have any complaints with it. I I don't hate it. Now it was, was it was good. yeah it was really well told. It wasn't cringy. It was funny the entire time. Yeah, I I think probably like a. It's subject to change because this is literally initial reaction, but probably eighty five right off the bat. Okay. Josh, what do you give it out of 180? 80. An 80? Okay. It's a pretty good movie. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. I give it a, a 78. And none of the acting was bad either. I gave it a 78 with a good thumbs up. Yeah. Like a positive 78. I love that last shot too, by the way. Angel. Yeah, Angel absolutely line. killed me though. <laughs> Angel, Angel stole the show. Because the comic I feel release. like I know him at like at my actual job. He's so relatable. Yeah, I feel like I've I've known this guy. That for might a while. be one of the most relatable characters I've ever seen in movies. Hmm. It felt like they literally went to our Walmart and they found him and said, "Hey, do you, we need you for this film." Yeah, pretty. Uh, he stole the show. Good. I thought it was Dave Franco for a minute, but it's it's not. It's some other guy. I love the director, the uh, Jordan. The Peele? director, no, the the director in the movie. Yeah, in the movie. Like for the uh, documentary or whatever. Yeah, it's kind of. Uh, I know who that is, but it's I'm not sure. I have to look it up. You're a bit hazy on the. I love his voice too. He yeah, yeah, cool he had, voice. he had such. This movie has such a western vibe. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And when he came on screen, it was even more so. Like it just seemed so much like, so much more like a western when he was talking and just. Yeah, I think the vibe is a western vibe. Which is, I mean, it's like a modern western in a way, kind of. Kind of gives me Cowboys versus Alien vibes if it was done well. Oh, absolutely. Cowboys versus Aliens is the, a perfect comparison, but a lot more flawless, a lot more positive. This movie was? Well, yeah, this okay, movie yeah. was better. Yeah, the director's name was Michael Wincott. Do you know him from anything? Back in the old days, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Uh, 
you could tell he was a, a legend back in the day. Yeah, he had such persona. I was say he had such a presence on on screen. So I guess if you want to, we can get into positives and negatives. So you want to start with the positives or the negatives? I say I I say just start with the negatives only because I don't have many. Just to get him out the way. The only negative I really had, and I think it's nitpicking, is we didn't finish up the story of what the saucer. We didn't go and check it out and see what it was exactly. But I think the mystery is what we were going for all along. Yeah. And it looked like it evaporated, though. That's the uh, weird thing. I don't think it did. I think it just hurt it. It looked very odd. Because well, because I, I I don't think. Because the idea of it is it was hiding in the clouds, but I think instead what it was doing is that's like a decoy mechanism that it has. Do you think it like survived? I think it did. I think what it did at that final scene when the balloon popped inside of it is it hurt it, so it did its like defense tactic, which was to basically conceal and hide itself, and uh, it used that to try and get away because. It like freaked it out. He's gonna be careful what he eats next time. I can tell you that. <laughs> Are there any more negatives, Chase? No, I don't have really any negatives. I, there's just nothing bad about this movie. Uh, the only thing, the only negative I had was, I mean, I guess you could say in a way two things. One, it was like the monkey storyline with. You know, on the it wasn't on, tied in as good as it should have been. It wasn't well, not. I mean, yeah, and it, there wasn't like a really a resolution to it. I feel like there's really. something we're missing in that, though. To be honest, what with about? You. I and, guess maybe one other negative was uh, Stephen Yun's character Ricky was just abruptly eaten and killed. <laughs> we didn't really. I felt like we didn't get to finish his story arc. Mm. We got I got a glimpse of him. We got told about his upbringing the sitcom sitcom he was on and then he just he got killed yeah we didn't get i felt like it just abruptly ended his storyline prematurely and then the only other uh the last thing i have in that is uh like the whole the whole idea getting into you know the second and the last act of the film was uh them trying to get proof and evidence yeah. on, on the creature. Yeah, that's true. That kind of just went to the wayside, didn't it? Yeah, like, they got evidence, they got pictures, but we don't know if the film there was, was captured on it. We don't know if the director, because he, he got eaten, we don't know no, if his film got found, we don't know if anything became of that. There was no real reason for that director to just run into the fray. I don't understand why he just ran right into the jaws of the beast. I think he wanted to film the He's, inside. Yeah, of he it. said he wanted the impossible shot. The impossible shot was the inside of it to see what would happen. And yeah, but you knew your film wasn't gonna survive that. Well, it may have. It, it, it fell out. I guess he spat it, it back. Down. It was it, a gamble. I just, I feel like <clears throat> this. Okay, so just go with me on this. Just, just pretend that he didn't do that. Would it have changed anything? I don't think so. Well, here's the thing. but so I don't understand why they focused so much on that picture she was taking. Because not only did we get that picture, which we do have as evidence, 
But they also had that entire film, remember? No, Not that, just the well, one. Well, that's he what I was thinking. He and he got sucked up in there. One, no, 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 there was two cameras. He had two cameras. He had one camera in the, at the tent on the tripod, yeah, and then he had one, one on his hip that was like a smaller version, but the same thing. Well, back to my... Because uh, Angel was t uh, filming it yeah. as he was going up the hill filming the other angle. Well, back to my negatives. Um, that, what you just said, goes along to they didn't go see what the creature was, even if it did dissolve. And then we didn't get to see them unveiling to the world what they saw. I thought there was something really... Because they said, about that. They, they said in the movie that they didn't want this getting out because people would be greedy and take it for themselves. Like, because that one dude showed up with TMZ or whatever and was trying to film it himself and he got killed. But we, because, well, they wanted to film it themselves and then release it as a documentary and show the world what happened, but well, we never got to see that point. And then the famous director said. We don't the people don't deserve the impossible so I guess they stayed true to what they presented so I can accept that so you got any more negatives I don't really have any negatives other than the uh, pretty much what we just mentioned but to be honest I don't really see those as negatives even no uh -huh. they don't take away from the film yeah, because uh, I thought it was very slow, but I think it, it has a lot of charm to it. It does. You know, the, the movie has a lot of charm. My it's big, definitely unique for sure. Very so much. My biggest thumbs up of this movie is the pacing. Absolutely. The pacing is on point. You don't get too bored, but we stretch this out as long as we could, and then, bam, we get what we came like, for. If you want a tension build, that's how you do it. It's on the level of Jaws or The Shining as far as tension building. Yes. Yeah, man, what a tough thing to pull off. Like, you don't want people falling asleep, but you don't want to give it away too early. Yeah. It's not scary, but it's very suspenseful. Yeah. It, it keeps you on edge for a decent amount because you honestly don't know if a main character is going to die. And in this film, they, they kill off some main characters kind of quickly. Yeah, like, I'm, Keith David died within yeah. three minutes. You know how back in the day when you bought a DVD and you turned it over on the back and it, it, it has a phrase that says, uh, suspensefully amazing, you know, Robert from the New York Times. Yeah. If I was writing on it, it would just say suspenseful in all caps. Yeah. Yeah. That would be the word to describe this film. It was great. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. It's hard to sit here and break this film down because it's very simple. And that's the best thing about it. Jordan Peele, so, as a director, his shots were phenomenal. Yeah, the shots of the um, alien coming down, with, you know, and like like turning everything into a twister almost. But he, it sucks up into his mouth. It's like really, like when he swoops down towards the ground, has some amazing shots with that creature. If there's, a, if there's a sequel, what were you going to call it, Josh? Oh, uh, if, there, if there's a sequel to Nope, it's going to be Yep. <laughs> no! And it's going to be about them with the evidence. Yep, we got the evidence. Hey, I like this. And then uh, I like this concept. going to show up with a revenge, and then it's going to be Jaws' revenge, and it's going to be terrible. I 100% think, think if there's a sequel, 
the main actors and Jordan Peele aren't going to return, and it'll just be a cash grab mess. Well, you could you could have yep. it to where where the sequels like no one believed them, the well, documentary yeah, was a flop, no. and it returns. I totally get that, but I'm saying they're not going to come back. It's going to be a different director, different cast. It's it's not going to be as polished. Yeah. And you're going to come out of it going, man, that was bad. But, well, you know, that's you paid how your Hollywood money. does things. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> We've seen it over and over and over. We've seen it with Jaws. The other thing I, I have as a positive is the characters and the writing. And yep. the acting. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, the, the, the characters and the writing, the acting, all of it. It was really well cast, I think. The music and the shots the, and the, the cinematic Well, the thing, that, the thing that got me is that these characters felt so real. They, like, they really how, did. How yeah. they talked and how they acted. Like, OJ. They seemed like half of, like The majority of what OJ's lines were felt like, that's exactly how I would <laughs> respond in these moments. I just, nope. I wouldn't deal with that. Nope, I'm not getting involved. I, I love that. That added so much. Like, when he's in the truck, just kind of looking up and going, nope, I'm not going out And there. the sister, Emerald, how she's so goofy and whatnot and driving him crazy, that was so realistic. Emerald's funny. Exactly. Like, she's really funny. I, I felt like, like we did not follow the typical Hollywood norms when you're trying to make a movie. Yeah. They, you know, it's basically they have a structure of how these movies are supposed to go, how the main character is supposed to talk, how the side character. But he just scrapped all that. He said, "We're going to do this completely different," and it, it really worked. It felt like an indie movie with a huge budget. It did. Oh, the budget! I, I looked up the budget right when we got done, and it shocked me. Now, there's a lot of CGI. I should have known the budget was high, but it was way higher than I thought. If you had to guess, what would you guess the budget was like for real? Uh, I would probably guess somewhere along the lines of like five to ten million. Honestly. What do you think, Josh? I was gonna say. I was thinking like two. I was thinking million. thirty million because it has a lot of saucer CGI. You gotta think about that. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, and, and, and it that. looked really good. And you know that's expensive. Want to know what the budget was? Sure. Sixty-eight million dollars wow. for production. I wonder if that was all an advertisement. No, that was the production budget. Oh, that was production. That's nothing to do with advertising, oh, okay. which they did through Marvel, Top Gun, Jurassic World. So I'd say definitely almost double that. So I'd say the studio, after everything, probably has 100 to $150 million tied up into this movie. And I just, I loved it, but I, I just don't see it as something that's going to recoup that. Do you, you don't I think it. it's going to uh, earn that money back or more? It'll probably finish the weekend, 40, 45 million in domestic. Uh, it's going to be tough, man. It's going to be tough. The, well, it's not it's a Marvel. At a rough time. It's not a Marvel movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, because we got we got Thor, we got Minions, <laughs> we like got Elvis. Love and Thunder. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> This movie made sense. The it people, was well done. The people behind us in line goes, Hey, girl, what are you going to see? And they went, Oh, we're going to see Thor. And she goes, Awesome. And I said, I have whispered to Zachary. I said, Good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> I heard that. You yeah. did? <laughs> that movie was whatever. I mean, people like it, though. <laughs> the best scenes out of that movie. Don't worry. We're not getting into yeah, that. Getting, I just okay. thought that was I was, I was about to go on a rant. I thought that was funny, though. Yeah. 
but I really enjoyed this movie and I really uh, hope people get out and see this movie yeah I, I, I would recommend watching this one I, that's what I would say I, I recommend this movie I hope people go out and watch yeah, it it was movies. a good movie don't be uh, fooled by the eye candy when you look at the uh, when you look above and at the ticket what do they call that a, uh, it's not Ticketmaster. It's where you the box, the box office. I guess so. And you look up and you see what movies are playing, like it's 1985. Oh yeah, you'll yeah, see yeah. Top Gun, Jurassic World, Marvel film, Thor. And then you got Nope sitting there. Don't take the bait. Don't take the familiar. Like go ahead and watch Nope. Yeah, it's the best film out right now. Haven't seen Minions, but I'm just gonna go ahead. And uh, say that Nope is the best movie in the theater right now. <laughs> we still haven't seen Elvis, so I, yeah. I do want to go see that. And as I'm, of what y'all have seen so far, it's the best. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's the best film. Well, it's, I guess my whole point was, if you're gonna take the family, you're gonna take your girlfriend, you're gonna take yourself <laughs> yeah. out to the movies. You can watch Nope, and you can have a good time. Yep. And you can watch a movie <laughs> that's worth your ten, fifteen dollars. And I, I think that's think, a big deal. I almost yeah. think, uh, well, I don't want to say that. I was going to say, I almost feel like your kids could watch this. But then again, I was like, I don't you know. Could, it might they be too could. scary. No. This, I, I think a this seems like a PG. For a kid, I feel like this would be scary for a kid. But the only thing that would draw me away like from taking my kids is probably the cussing. Because they do cuss quite a bit. Do they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, nowadays parents, man. I, I don't know. I but, don't know what the rating was, but I felt like it should have been PG-13. That's what it almost felt like, but I think it was... I think it was rated R. I think it was rated R. At the start well, they're the definitely movie. not getting Remember, their budget Remember, because the lights back. never went out. Even though the rated R symbol popped up, the lights never went out. And I was like, what the crap is going... We need yeah, to talk we, about our experience. When we, first got, when we first got to the theater... The credits had ended. The the well, Universal hey, logo started up. Don't forget that we sat outside for like an hour waiting on the ticket booth. Well, oh, that's because of the people. Aunt Margaret's got to put her glasses on to tell the, the lady where we're going to sit. Good <laughs> Lord, just pick where you're going to sit and let's go. <laughs> yeah, we're standing out in 100 degree weather. It's humid as crap. It's insanely hot. We're sweating like pigs. We'll have two for no. Where would you like to sit? Well, let me get my glasses. Yeah. Is the red the <laughs> ones we can pick? <laughs> no, those have been taken. Oh, God. Oh, goodness. Green means go, you dummy. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the but, kind of thing I come to expect nowadays. And then we get into the theater, and we sit down, and... Fifteen in... Yeah, we have like 15 minutes Let's of like trailer. Let's talk about the chairs first, because that's the first thing I noticed. Oh, okay, well the chairs they do recline in this theater, but, but they don't. The yeah, they don't <laughs> recline enough, and it leaves you in such an awkward sitting position. My back hurts because of all <laughs> my this. Neck hurts. My neck doesn't hurt. But I don't my know back what the, hurts. I don't know what the problem with the projector is, but this film was very dark. Yeah. The, the movie was shot kind of more at night and then with darker scenes, and the projector or the I don't know what it was, but for some reason it is just hard to see like half of the screen. The first couple times we saw the saucer, I think we were meant to see it, and we literally couldn't see it. Yeah, we were like, what, 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 what was were, that? Yeah, the character was like, what was that? And we were like, what was what? what? Was that? We, I didn't see it. We couldn't see anything. I almost wanted to rewind it. 
How about the fact that we were 15 minutes into the movie before they turned the lights out in the theater? Yeah, that was ridiculous. And the I same thing like, happened. This is amateur hour. And the same I... thing happened at the Little Rock Cinemark when uh, Zachary we went to and Thor. I were... What? I just and literally the same stood exact up. thing happened to Thor. Not the like, big movie did? Yes. I'm standing up like a complete tool. Turn the lights out! You did at Thor? And that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was about to say, you caused a scene? That's awesome. No, we got really close to being like, hey, man, what's Turn going the, on with the lights? Turn saw, them off. We saw half of Gore the God Butcher's scene to start, and they still had the lights on. What's the deal yeah, with that? We got, Turn the lights off at your local cinema. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. I want my... I mean, I'm... I'm Dead serious about this. If we get over if, 10 minutes next time, I'm yeah, going to ask the again. manager for my money back. Yeah. yeah. Turn the lights off. I yeah. know some potheads running the projector and not paying attention, but come on. For God's sake, we're do trying better. to watch a film. Do better. Do, be do better. <laughs> I mean, how hard is it to turn off a, a light switch? You know, pretty hard. Yeah, apparently. pretty hard because we went to do di two different theaters. Is there not? Is that thing working automatic? Is there someone up there paying attention? I have no idea. But it was it was very it was an interesting. Uh, there was only about six people in the theater. Yeah, and then and then the uh, when you go into the bathroom, they have those you know stalls next to each other. You know, we don't need to talk about this. This is a personal one for Josh. And everyone was like cramped in the bathroom. And I, I'm just standing there, turned to the right. And I cannot help myself but think this. The guy was standing right next to me. I mean, like, he could breathe on me. And I was like, oh gosh, I can't go while people watch. You know, I instantly thought of Hank Hill for a minute. It's crazy. Yeah. It's an old school theater that they've tried to keep alive. To keep alive, and they've done a couple of renovations that really help nothing. They need to just tear it down and it start like, from scratch. It like put a band-aid on a sinking ship. It really did. <laughs> <laughs> to put it in perspective, it's behind a mall. If, if if you know anything about malls, they're not doing so hot nowadays. Yeah. So it is what it is, you know. But yeah. I mean, it, either it, have to, it's good enough for certain movies, you know. We either have to go there and it's a 30-minute drive or we have an hour drive to a good theater. Yeah. So you just have to pick your poison. Yeah, we can't go to every like every film at a major cinema, you know. Yeah, because... Like, I mean, gas is like insane right yeah, now. Yeah, gas is high and we're working, so it makes it hard to schedule things. Yeah. We're definitely gonna watch the big movies though, like yeah. the biggest movies. I get the big cinemas. So. That's all I've got for this movie. Yeah, that's I, all I've got. I enjoyed it. That was a positive experience. All right. But so, do you want to get into the plugs? Sure. Your favorite part. Are you gonna let me do the plugs, or are you just gonna tell me every idea you have? For <laughs> yeah, the I got a bunch of ideas <laughs> that all we right, might so. do. I want to do a couple of things. And I'm just this used to be my segment, and now it's just a brainstorming session. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. I, hey, I'm good. I'm just messing around. But you will do the plugs on the YouTube gaming channel. Three, yeah. two, one, go. All right. So uh, check us out on Dumb Domino's YouTube, where we're going to be doing more Jedi Fallen Order. And me and Chase are going to be playing Call of Duty. 
and hopefully in the future me and Zachary get to work on the project together. So that's all I've got for the Dumb Donalds YouTube. Check us out and, there. And, and we, the we upload the podcast as well. And there. the podcast will also be on YouTube eventually. We have to edit those yeah. pretty good, so it, it'll be a little longer. But um, Chase, I'll let you take over the as other far, two. As far as TV and film on the podcast on Spotify, upcoming, Zachary and I will be doing the Gray Man Mm-hmm. In the near future, we will be doing okay. the boys season overview pretty soon. And I think we have decided to do a one-off episode on Animal Planet, Nat Geo, survivalist type shows, yeah, Naked and Afraid, yeah, but, Man vs. Wild, Survivor yeah. Man. Just that whole roundabout kind of... Just that whole genre. I'm inspired to do that right now because the new season of Alone just dropped and uh, I absolutely love it. It is such a good break from just the the norms and standards of television and film. Yeah, yeah. it's just a survival show. Just like it yeah. just like back in the day. And that's what we got in the pipeline as far as TV and film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have anything you'd like to add? Just to follow us on TikTok and follow us on Instagram. Spotify. Spotify. Don't forget our YouTube. weekly news. That we're and we try should to keep uh, we're, we're going to try to keep doing the weekly news we're gonna as do, often as we can. We're going to do weekly news as often as we can. We don't have a set day of the week that we're going to film and film. upload and stuff like that right and now. And it just kind of really be by what's going on that week. Yeah. It might be an hour episode. It might be a 20-minute episode. Yeah. And we're going to try to get it out every week. Like, we're going to try our best. Stuff does come up every now and then, but for the most part, we're going to try to do this uh, as much as we can um, at least once a week. So, that's what we got. Okay, well, that's the Dumb Dominoes podcast. That's it. Yep. Bye, everybody. See ya. See you in the next one.